Hello and welcome to The Brillier Project, a podcast where we shed light on people who let their light shine bright. My name is Nico Belasco and I'll be your host taking you on this journey of light and inspiration as I embark on this new exciting venture of mine. For this episode, we have a mindset coach, motivational speaker, and trainer. Francine O'Rourke is firm on her mission of helping female goal cutters clear their mental clutter and find their why and achieve through her programs and coaching. Joining us all the way from Australia, let's welcome Francine O'Rourke. Hi, Francine. Hello, Nico. Lovely to be here. So happy to have you on the show today. And you have inspired me so much through your work and your content online and everything that you were doing. So I am honored to have you on the show today. Beautiful. Thank you. Well, I'm really happy to be here and share my message to to help people uh, get out of their own way. (laughs) (laughs) So before we talk about, you know, what you do, can you tell us a little about how you started out in um, your coaching? Yeah, look, absolutely. And I think uh, through through most people who become coaches, it's often due to the fact that we are searching. We're searching for something, the answer to something, the answer to being happy, the answer to not being in so much pain. There's, there's something. And um, so for me, I had been incredibly ambitious and I knew that I wanted to be Queen Poobah of the world and that I was going to be, I was going to have my own business and I was going to be the CEO of this, et cetera, et cetera. And as I made my way through these milestones, because I was achieving these things, I felt empty. And every single milestone that I achieved, I just felt empty. It's like, now what? So I was moving through life uh, on on self-propulsion, thinking that I had to be someone. Um, I had to get somewhere uh, to then be happy, to be of value, to, um, to, to enjoy life. And what was happening was I was literally destroying myself. I was not stopping and smelling the roses. Nothing was ever good enough. So I was achieving great things, but I just kept moving on to the next thing, the next thing, the next thing. And um, my best efforts at achieving great things left me feeling empty, left me feeling emotionally, spiritually, and physically destroyed. And I was on burnout. So then I knew that I had to do something differently. And my resources, the way I did life, the way I thought life had to be done was not serving me. So I had no choice. And I kept trying. I had strategy after strategy. There was Band-Aid solution. I went on courses. I had coaches. I moved countries, uh, different jobs, different industries. I just kept trying um, to to find the the answer. And uh, so I I was seeking. And at the end of me, at the end of all my resources was, in fact, the answer. And that was to go, I don't have the answer. (laughs) I don't know who I am. I don't know what I'm supposed to do. And uh, I really need some help with this. And so the gift, that was a real gift. And so that was when I ended up reaching out to someone to get some help and uh, by going through the journey, they actually introduced me to me. I didn't know who I was. I-, I thought I had a voice and I thought I was ambitious and I thought I was all sorts of things. And I didn't know me. 
And that was the biggest gift that anyone has ever given me because I didn't realize I didn't like myself. I didn't know myself. I didn't want to be me. And I was getting my value from you guys. Uh, I needed you to know, like, and trust me so that I could feel okay. And so digging into my mindset and where this all came from and, and why, why, why was I feeling this way? Why didn't I like myself? Um, and so I call this the journey home to self. I discovered who I am. And like today, I know who I am. And I'm, I'm okay with who I am. I laugh at who I am, uh, which is a real gift. And uh, so from there, I just saw people in pain around me. And I just don't want other people to be in that pain. And so that really uncovered the, 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 the journey for me to start finding out more about myself and the mind and the way it works. To, and I then sort of did it for myself and then became a coach so I can now help other people. That is absolutely amazing. I love the fact that it all started with you and you're solving a problem that you had to, you had encountered yourself. And now you're making sure that now that you're okay, you're able to help others make sure. Um, and it's so obvious that you're passionate about doing what you do. Um, and I think that, you know, mindset is extremely important now more than ever, because we are all, you know, facing hardship. The, the pandemic um, hit worldwide and everyone is struggling in their own ways. So people like you who are like constantly making the change and being the change that is needed in the world right now, it's so powerful and i'm so happy that you're doing something you're doing what you're doing because it is needed and it's so necessary um so you know i i talked about you being passionate a bit so you know i wanted to talk about what fuels your passion in doing what you do yeah look uh people fascinate me uh, they are everyone is unique However, they have underlying themes that are the same. So with imposter syndrome, not feeling good enough, looking for value outside of themselves. Uh, so what, what fascinates me is, is you know, someone, people come to me in pain. Uh, there is some area of their life or many areas of their life that are just not working for them. And so to be able to introduce themselves to themselves, because people are not broken. They have just lost themselves. They're trying to put Band-Aid solutions and be who they feel they need to be. They are, um, they're, they're believing their own PR. They, uh, they, they think they have to be the shell personality rather than honoring who they are at their core. Uh, we hear words thrown around about being authentic and, and, and things like that. And um, those are often buzzwords. But it really is about the, the best thing that you can do in your whole life is be you. <laughs> that's you know that's it and so what fuels my passion is that when I can help people uncover who they truly are and and start seeing themselves and, and going do you know what I'm actually not that bad and and I'm okay at this and actually I'm really good at this and oh my god you've just blown my mind I'm okay uh, that fuels my passion. And sometimes it really is. It's the simplest things that that people, the way they see themselves is just so, we are the most unkind to ourselves. Um, and and the words, you know, the, 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 the strongest words that will ever be said to you, the words that you say to yourself when you're alone. And if that can be a, if that can be positive, 
um, then that's going to move you forward. And if it's negative, then you're you're tearing yourself down and undermining you. And I really want to help people move away from that. Yeah, I, I, I can agree with that because that is something that I struggled with a lot. Um, I still struggle with it to this day, to be honest. But, you know, I feel like it's this generation and also the social media and everything, like image is everything. But uh, further than that, I know that, you know, it's part of the culture too, to be like, oh, uh, you know, I suck at this or I'm terrible, I can't do this or this person's better than me. And that's part of the reason why I built this podcast in the first place is because I want to make sure that people understand that, you know, everything that you're about, like being powerfully you, um, finding it from within, because we all are, are our own kinds of awesome. And I think that once we're able to discover that and find whatever it is that works for us, uh, then, you know, anything is possible. And you are helping people find their way along this journey of life, which is absolutely amazing. And I think that people really do need to check their mindsets because now more than ever, I feel like people are losing it. And it really is hard um, for people all over the world. It doesn't, it doesn't matter if you're, you know, um, in a country where you don't have to wear masks or, you know, or stuck at home. I think that everyone has their own battles that they're trying to overcome. And once you can really find it within yourself and your mindset and change whatever needs to be changed, then you'll be set. Yeah, yeah, ab absolutely. And the thing is that um, what what most people do, what I did, was look externally. And it was everything about if I just get here, I'm going to be okay. If if I get the boyfriend, if I get the house, if I get the car, if I get the job title, I was very big on job titles. And that's why I've been putting it out there for years about being Queen Pooh Bar of the world. Um, no one's given it to me yet. So I think I just have to give it to myself. Um, but it is, it's all that external stuff is where is where we look to try to um, to get value, whereas it's us that don't value ourselves. It's us that reject ourselves. It's us that don't like ourselves and judge ourselves poorly, etc. Other people mostly don't really care because they're so worried about themselves. They don't really worry about you. Um, and so we, um, we, we spend too much time worrying about other people and, and, and trying to live a life which we haven't, uh, you know, because if we're worried about living, you know, the life that we think we should be living, then who's actually living our lives? Um, and, and this is where fulfillment comes from. That is so true. I mean, I can say that, you know, people, especially the younger generation, they're struggling a lot with this, um, you know, the whole, I'm supposed to be living this life by this age, I'm supposed to be this achieved because this person has this and that person has yeah. that. I feel like the important, um, takeaway from what you just said is that you really are okay as you are right now and you don't have to be like uh, what society has, tells you to be or what this person's doing because it's a process and it's a journey and you really have to make sure that your mindset is okay before you can really embark on that journey of becoming what you're meant to be right yeah absolutely and and, and the thing is that success True success is being happy where you are right now. And uh, what, what's happened is, is there's this, there's, there's this decision that's being made. Society has outlined that uh, you need to make 
X number, you know, seven figures, be the seven figure guru at something. And so that equals success, having the job, having the boyfriend, having the house equals success. And the, the, the truth is, what is success for you? Some people are not motivated by money. And I know some multi-millionaires whose goal was to make a million, have the Lamborghini, and, and these are some of the gurus that people follow. And they, they did all of that. And then they realized that actually all they needed to live on was 80,000 a year. And them and their family were very happy with 80,000 a year plus going on holidays. And because what we're actually trying to do is create meaningful experiences. So we work really hard to get the money to then be able to spend time with our family and friends, etc., to get meaningful experiences. And somewhere along the way, that gets lost with the pursuit of this prestige outside of ourselves, which has got nothing to do with ourselves and who we are in, in, in inside ourselves. And then we judge our ourselves poorly for not being the people that we don't actually want to be anyway. But what's happened is we've got this mindset of what success is and um, we haven't actually pulled it out and said, but what does success look like for me? What do I actually want? Um, because a lot of people start thinking that to have, you know, to, to be a mother, to just be a mother and stay at home and have a couple of children, that that is wrong because we ought to be ambitious and da 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 and, But maybe some people want to do the whole career thing and maybe some people don't. Uh, and whichever choice it is, it's okay. But as long as you're the one making the choice and it's aligned with who you truly are and what you truly want. And that's where people don't spend the time looking at that to find out who they are. Yeah, that is so true. And, you know, I wanted to ask you, you know, you dropped so much wisdom just now and I love that. Um, but I wanted to ask you too, what, is, what are some of the things that you discovered about yourself um, on your journey of helping others? Oh, look, so much. I am always learning because um, I will I will have a session with a client and they will say something and, and I'll go, wow, they've got that viewpoint and what does that mean? And that will send my mind down a certain path where I, I want to know more. So I will go and um, they will, they'll talk about they've followed some guru or they've tried this, they've tried that. And I'll go, that's really fascinating. Let me go and have a look at that. And so I, you know, what they say is there's no original ideas. There's just original ways of presenting them. So every single thing that I give to my clients or talk to my clients about are things that I've put into my life. I have tried and tested and then I offer to my clients. And some of the things I've put into my life, I've tried and tested and know that they're not for me. And then I'll meet a client and I'll go, wow, do you know what? I've done this. This, this so wasn't for me. But you are this personality type. This is amazing for you. So I'm constantly on that, um, you know, I just love learning. And so I'm constantly finding out new information. And, and I know that I am not the guru. What I am is I'm interested. I'm interested in myself, I, I, which I never was. I was never interested in myself. I was interested in you and what you thought and what you thought of me. <laughs> and uh, um, and. Now I'm re I'm just interested. I'm interested in people. I just want to know and I want to help. Um, so what, what I discovered 
very much about is about parking myself. Most people, when, when, when people are talking, most people are just waiting. They're not actually interested. They're waiting for that person to finish talking so they can just interject with whatever words of wisdom, etc. cetera. Uh, and so for me, especially when I'm with a client, I will spend five minutes before any coaching session and I will go and sit outside. I love, um, I love sitting outside in nature and just center myself and get the whole nervous system just where it needs to be. And I park myself. So what that means is I'm sitting as an observer on my shoulder. My ideas of life, etc., is no one's business. I'm there purely to really listen, active listening, really listen to what the client's saying and, and asking questions. You know, I listen for the intonation of, of their voice. And when they say something, you can hear hesitancy. And I know that's an area to go and have a look at. Uh, you know, they'll, um, there's self-deprecating humor. There's a hurt behind that. All this sort of stuff. I'm, I'm, I'm 110% focused on listening to that person rather than listening to the chatter in my head. Um, and that is a gift because before I ever started on this journey, I only knew what I thought about things and, and uh, you know, I only knew me. And now, um, and now I can park myself and, and I can learn. Um, it's such a gift to, to be working with people so I can learn from them and, and be having permission, giving myself permission to be a learner. And that's one of the biggest gifts. We, most people judge them, so not most people, a lot of people judge them. I used to judge myself. Uh, that I didn't have all the answers immediately. And so the gift of being a learner is is just amazing because you can really connect with people. Yes, I think that's extremely important, constant learning in life and also listening to people intentionally. Um, you know, in this day and age especially, it's hard to, to come across people who will actually sit there and listen to what you have to say, uh, you know, especially with um, the internet and there's so much information that's being thrown out there people just want to share it so that they look cool or they seem cool or smart um a lot of the times i've come across a lot of people that do that but it's the people that actually listen to you and that have um you know they they know what you're talking about they're they're conversing with you and it makes um it makes you feel great about yourself right it makes you feel loved and wanted and to have someone listen to you and to listen to other people that's what it's one of the building blocks of uh a good friendship, a good relationship, right? And if you're able to do that, I would say, um, you know, learning that skill is extremely important, not just in uh, business or in um, anything like that, but also like in life in general, just to have that in your skill set um, is extremely important. So I would definitely recommend for people out there to listen intentionally and intently because yeah. people have a lot of great stuff to say. Um, and it's all about getting out of your head and just listening to the person in front of you. So, Absolutely. Yeah. And I, I love what you say there about being intentional, because what we are not most of the time is conscious. We are run by our internal programs, which run us all the time. And so we're not intentional. We're not conscious, just like brushing our teeth and breathing. We just go into reactions. We behave a certain way. We answer things the way we do. And so when you get intentional and you are aware of who you are being in that moment, then that is such a gift. And that's where you can grow and you can see the impact you have on other people. And you're able to manage yourself manage your emotions and then influence others in a positive way um, but it really is about getting intentional 
Yes. And like you said, being aware, I think that's the first step, right? Knowing what you are doing and being aware of how you're acting, you know, how you're communicating with others. That's the first step towards being intentional and being intentional is another step towards being that person that you should be because, you know, you don't want to be ingenuine. You want to make sure that the person that you're communicating with or um, feels loved and wanted and like you want to be there. In this time, especially, uh, people are living with so much clutter in their lives. Uh, what are some practical ways that you can declutter? Okay, so decluttering itself isn't actually the problem. So as most people know, um, they can get motivation. They go in, they declutter their house and everything's fabulous and they feel amazing. Uh, when you declutter your outer world, your inner world feels great and you just you, it's just awesome for about two minutes or maybe a month. And then suddenly the hallway table is covered in clutter again. You don't open your mail and uh, the clothes end up piling up at the end of the bed and, and all these sort of things. Because what's actually happened is you haven't changed. The way you do life is still the way you do life. And so this is this is one of the, 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 the problems is today, there's so many YouTube videos going strategy, strategy, strategy. Let me give you another strategy. And what these are, these are Band-Aid solutions. And these Band-Aid solutions give the, the, um, the, the reader, the listener, the impression that they can fix themselves. Now, let's remember they're not broken. However, um, they think that if I just do this, then everything's going to work out. So what I say is it doesn't matter how many amazing strategies you've got. If you are not dealing with what lies underneath, if you're not intentional, if you're not self-aware, if you're not um, learning to be the person who you want to be, then you're going to end up with the same results. And this is what happened to me for years. You know, I I remember times when I've been crying in a puddle on the floor going, why, you know, why is my life turning out this way? And it's like, well, because you're doing the same things. You know, insanity, they say, is doing the same things and expecting different results. But the reality is insanity is doing the same thing, knowing the results are not going to be any different, being resigned to those results, but getting angry with yourself anyway. Yeah. So, um, and, um, but what happens is this, just like dust bunnies, once you, once you um, clean or weight loss, you go through these great programs and you get it all done. And then suddenly you, if you put on the weight again, you always add on an extra kilo. Um, and the same happens with, with, with cluttering. So, to actually declutter and stay decluttered, there are things that is it would serve you to do. Tap into your motivation. Now, that's your why. That's your deep-seated, completely and utterly selfish reason why you want to get this happening. Um, and when you tap into that, then you're going to be able to keep it up and move forward. Because a lot of people start decluttering and then, and then don't um, get there. Know that it's a journey, not a destination. You don't declutter and then it's done. It's about um, being being the person. So there are a lot of amazing uh, programs, etc., that you can do. Uh, accountability and support when you're decluttering is huge. So whether you get um, a coach to come in and declutter with you, whether you get a plan of action, the family members, um, there's a great course online. Um, 
Joshua Becker. He has the Uncluttered course and it's $85. I think it's US. It's 12 weeks and you get, uh, you know, it's Facebook and um, you post pictures of when you've gone through a certain thing. And it's lots of it's, it's lots of fun and lots of support. Once you get to the end of these things, it's then about how do you stay doing that? And that's where people like me come in, because that is the mindset. That is about looking, working with who you are and aligning it with um, your values, etc., to move you forward. Wow, that is amazing. Um, I do believe that mindset is the foundation for doing just about anything in life, right? Like you have to have the right mindset when you're going into anything. Um, you know, you can go into like, there could be instances where you don't have the right mindset. And if you see the difference, just thinking positively, thinking not just positively, but thinking uh, consciously, being aware, being intentional, all these things, all these factors can play a huge role in the outcome of whatever it is that you were doing. And um, when it comes to decluttering, I do believe it's a process um, and a journey. Um, and once you are able to really find that, and with your guidance, of course, um, it's a lot <laughs> easier. <laughs> but I do believe that it is a journey and that once you can achieve that, uh, what you want, and you're able to maintain that, that's extremely important because you can clean your, your room, your house, your, uh, your closet, but if you aren't able to maintain it, it's just gonna go bad again. So finding it, um, finding help from others, uh, accountability partners, like you said, is extremely important. So I'm going to do that. I'm going to find an accountability partner <laughs> to keep, help me keep my area clean. Love it. Um, but going back to, you know, you and your programs and what you offer, I know that discovering the, the powerful you from within can take, can take a while. Um, like anything in life, it is a process. So can you share, with everyone who are still doubting themselves and their capabilities, like what can they do now to get started? Yeah, look, it's it's people wait. And you you, you were talking about uh, mindset. Now, mindset is everything. What people don't realize is that mindset is a skill, and to master any skill takes about eleven thousand hours. So people don't just wake up one morning and they well, some people do <laughs> and have it like the perfect mindset. It really is about it's developing it and it's developing those skills. So often when clients talk to me, they they, they say, "Oh, you know, I just need to uh, find the self confidence. I'm just uh, I just want to have self belief." We have to do the actions to get the, the the outcome so when we when we go through something we try something that scares us and we don't want to face this we don't want to go for that job interview we don't want to talk to someone we don't want to have a voice because we're frightened of the outcome when we have the courage and courage means uh to keep going ahead and doing something in the face of fear feel the fear and do it anyway and when you get to the other side you've gone through, you've done something, then you feel the self-belief. Then you feel the self-confidence in having done something. Like for me, um, failure. Failure for me was final. Failure for me was a death sentence. I did not see failure as a stepping stone. It was a stumbling block. And if I failed, that meant that I was a failure. 
And that's one of the biggest gifts of the journey I've been on is to realize and to embrace and to help people that to know that um, failure is a stepping stone, like babies learning how to walk. Uh, if they fell over the first time and then didn't get back up again, we'd all be in a lot of trouble. <laughs> So um, it really is. So it really is about you're going to have self doubt. It that's normal. However, do something, have an experience, and and so rather than doing it to get an outcome, can you do it for the experience? Um, and in that way, you are moving forward. You are becoming the person. You're taking risks, big or small. You're taking risks and moving yourself forward um, and uh, we're always going to doubt our capabilities uh, but it, it really is it's about having faith that you can do something and then the belief comes once you've done it I love that um, you know I really feel like growth comes out of failure right and in order for you to really grow you're gonna have to learn how to make mistakes um, but also how to learn from those mistakes and make sure that you're not making the same ones over and over again after that. And I feel like courage is an extremely important thing to highlight because without courage, we, we wouldn't be doing anything, right? Um, courage is one of the building blocks of who we are um, and how we act and what we do because it helps us become, it helps us be the person that we're always meant to be and really discover that within ourselves. We are capable and it's all just a matter of taking action to do whatever it is that you want to do. Right. Yeah, absolutely. Absolutely. And so on that note, I wanted to ask you, how important is it for you to leverage on your strengths? Look, I think it's really important. And uh, because what people do is they try to minimize their perceived weaknesses because they see their perceived weaknesses as bad. And um, Often people are trying, well, often women especially, are trying to be super mums, you know, super mums, super executives and trying to get everything done. And they think it's a poor reflection on themselves if they can't do everything. And when you just look at where your strengths lie, now your strengths are your innate characteristics, that it's your comfort zone where you're, it takes the least amount of energy to get things done and you can excel. That's where your genius zone is, etc. So if you spend time there and leverage those, if you really understand which are your strengths and you leverage those rather than going, oh, I'm no good at this. And then you keep trying to make this better, make this better, which is stealing your energy and, uh, and not giving you that sense of fulfillment. So when you leverage your strength, you're conserving your energy. It's building confidence and self-esteem. Self you're not constantly looking at what's not working. You're, you're looking at what's working and getting creative. And then those perceived weaknesses, you can do some great things like you can outsource. You can make people make some of their weaknesses their strengths as they learn to teach other people. Um, but there needs to be a balance. Uh, it's not always about minimizing, minimizing the, the, the issues. You know, if you live in your strengths, not overusing them, some people just overuse them. Um, and that's that'll lead you to burnout as well. But if you leverage them, uh, then it, it's great for your business. It's great for morale. It's great for your energy. It's just great all around. Yeah, for me personally, I feel like that's what life's all about, right? Finding your strengths and then developing your weaknesses or your perceived weaknesses, right? And really working at them 
until you feel confident enough to say that they're, they're your own, they're your strengths too, right? And um, part of that is being, like we said earlier, being self-aware, knowing that there are aspects, you won't be perfect. Nobody's perfect. Perfection doesn't exist. But there are so many aspects of your life that you can change for the better. And it's all just a matter of accepting where you're at right now, realizing what you're good at, and then working at whatever it is that you're not. And so that's pretty much how I live my life. I like to really analyze all the different aspects that I am, you know, doing, whether it be in writing or podcasting or anything. I love analyzing my points where I need to improve um, and really working at it because I feel like life is just this constant journey of you doing what makes you happy. And if, if, if uh, making yourself a better person makes you happy, then by all means, go for it, right? Absolutely. It's also about giving yourself permission to let stuff go because often we don't, uh, you know, giving yourself permission to quit. I love this. People feel they keep needing to go through goals. And, and, and but uh, like for me, uh, I take people in, in, in any of my programs, I take people through this profile. And in this profile, you get to see in black and white that this is the, these are your areas of strength. And this area is um, is not your area of strength. And when I saw that for myself the first time and I saw that that the whole why and this is the rules the plans following the rules um getting it absolutely right researching things to the nth degree etc that whole functionality it, i i don't have any of that in me right i don't have any of that now i can i can develop that and i'm very good at research and, and marketing research and things like that however it steals my energy so looking at that and seeing that, then in my business, I went, brilliant. I don't have any of that. I'm going to outsource that. That's okay. I need to know top line, all this stuff. All of this stuff is really important. However, I don't have to be the one to do it. And that is a gift rather than trying to be perfect at everything. It doesn't mean I can't do it. It means uh, when I need to, but it means that I, I, I get to choose. I get to choose where I spend my time and, and where the biggest bang for my buck is in my life because I'm trying to cr create meaning for myself whilst creating meaning for other people. That is absolutely amazing. Like, I couldn't agree more. I feel like it's so important for people to realize that there are people out there that can help. Um, you know, I know a lot of people who struggle and they, they won't ask for help because they're shy or they don't feel like doing it. But I know that once you are able to just take that step out of your shell and ask for help, whether it be in, you know, in business or in school or um, in your personal life, like just find that person because there's always someone out there. And, you know, Francine's always here too. So if you have any questions about that or if you need someone to lean on, Francine's here too. <laughs> yes, I am. <laughs> so I wanted to ask you too, um, you've mentioned a lot uh, throughout the duration of this interview, but I wanted to ask you, do you have a motto that you live by? And if so, what is it? Look, I, I actually now live my life by mottos. So I used to be a list making person. I had lists for my lists. And what, what, what I know today is that some people are list people and that works for them. And then the rest of the population write lots of lists, but the lists don't work for them, but they keep writing them anyway. And they might, in fact, be motto people. So the, the, the motto that I really uh, live by, as I said, I've got a number of them, but is be who you wish rather than wishing who you might be. 
And so what that means is, is step up, take, you've got one life to live, step up, take 100% responsibility for your life. Don't leave the keys to your happiness in someone else's pocket. Uh, you know, it's, it's about take chances because uh, there's a saying that, that says that when you, uh, when you die, it's the things that you didn't do that you will remember on your deathbed, not the things you did or, or something like that, that you'll judge yourself or that you'll regret. That's it, regret. The thing you regret is, is the things that you didn't do rather than the things you did do. Uh, and so this is about giving yourself the biggest chance. So, you know, another one I say is uh, progress, not perfection. Um, and uh, if something's worth doing, it's worth doing badly. <laughs> uh, you know, because the first time anyone does a Facebook Live, it's not the best. Uh, and then you build on it. Um, and also, I really believe in massive, imperfect action, which is the same thing. You know, it's just get started and, and, and move on. And I'd like, just like to tell you to tell you a, a story which I think encapsulates all this. And I love it. I heard it a few months ago. There was Michelangelo and Michelangelo had this big lump of rock in front of him and he was and he was tapping away. And this child came up to him and said, what are you doing? And he says, um, I'm I'm creating um, a statue of David. And the child said, well, how, you know, how do you do that? That's amazing. Like you're, you're just chipping away. And, and how do you create David? And he goes, he goes, well, I'm not creating David. I'm just taking away everything that's not him. And so with that, that is very much about what we do is to help people, you know, as a coach, my job is not to to fix them because they're not broken, but it's about taking away all the limiting beliefs, the old ideas, the, the coping strategies that people have put on as Band-Aid solutions to try and deal with life, and they've buried themselves under it. And so we start taking those away and discovering the awesomeness, which is also, also one of my favorite words, Nico, and the awesomeness of, of, the, of who is underneath and getting people to recognize their own awesomeness uh, because that's what we've got to take out to the world is, is, is what's underneath. I love that. You know, really getting to core, right? I feel like we have so many layers to ourselves that we're trying to show to other people and um, not all of them are pretty. Like as much as we wish that they were, not all of them are. Um, but really the work that you were doing is so powerful because you are helping people really realize that they are awesome and that everyone has a purpose and everyone has, uh, you know, has awesomeness within them. And it's just so amazing. I'm so like, so in awe of what you do because um, it's so, like, I'll say this a million times, it's so necessary and needed. People today, especially in the, the day and age of um, social media, like, people are so caught up in, you know, other people's lives and trying to one-up other people through their social media posts or through this perceived life that they want everyone to think that they have, when in reality, it's not like that. The reality of it is that, you know, we are who we are and... It doesn't matter how many um, posts we put out on the internet about me being happy. The reality of it is we're not 24 seven happy, but we have to work towards what makes us happy. And we have to make sure that we are okay in our core, right? 
Yeah, absolutely. You've got one life to live. And if you're living it, uh, not being true to yourself, then the person that you are um, cheating is is yourself. Um, and there's there's a fabulous poem, fabulous. I love it. And it's um, it's called The Man in the Mirror. And I recommend to any, everybody to go and read that, The Man in the Mirror. And what it says is, you know, if you if if you uh help each other on the journey of life um it it doesn't matter how good you are if you can't look at yourself if you can't look at the man in in, in the mirror because if you can't look yourself in the eyes then you've cheated yourself through life uh it's, it's a fabulous poem and uh that someone wrote on their deathbed or something it's just um and i've got that one up on my wall um it's one of my favorite poems uh, and it's just really about just being true to yourself um, because at the end of the day, uh, you're the one, you are the one that's going to be walking beside you, well, you know, with you for the rest of your life. So you might as well honor who you are. That's so amazing. And, you know, you're doing so much for other people and for your family and for yourself. But, you know, with everything going on in your life, I wanted to ask you, what inspires you to keep pushing? It's just that, you know, I, I want to have a life beyond my wildest dreams. And uh, the, the, the interesting thing is that there is no destination. We don't we don't do the work, whatever the work is, and get rid of our limiting beliefs. Um, and, you know, we all have defining moments that have defined our life positively or negatively. And we, we create meaning about who we are. And from that. And so for me, it is constantly, uh, I, I will, I'll be living life and everything's great. And then suddenly life starts not being so great. And I realize again, I'm being focused externally. I'm too focused on what's going on around me and, you know, school meetings and, and all these sort of different things that go on when, when you've got a family and it's time to bring it back to me. And so what inspires me to keep um, going on is just to have that clarity of spirit that peace between the the ears i want that for me and i want that for my clients uh, because you know we 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 build these self-constructed cages around ourselves and then we hurt ourselves by being stuck in them. And, and I don't want that for me and I don't want that for other people. And when I see people um, in pain, emotional pain, then, uh, you know, it inspires me to then move forward and be of service to them and, and help them, uh, you know, break out from that. That is amazing. And, you know, you pretty much answered my next question, but I'll ask it anyways in case you have something else to say. You know, the podcast is all about um, shedding light on people who have amazing stories and who are doing amazing things for the world and for people around them. Um, you know, if you, the word brilliant is actually a French word that directly translates to shine. So I wanted to ask you, how do you let your light shine bright? by showing up to life and, and then showing up for people. And it's really easy, especially with everything that's going on in the world, it is so easy to stay at home, be on your computer, stick on Facebook, get into Netflix. And then, you know, we're all about connection and meaningful experiences. And so at, at the end, that's what we talk about is, um, is you know, um, 
the, the, the regrets are always about who, uh, you know, the relationships that have broken down and about things that we, that we haven't done. And there's a, there's a palliative care nurse who just inspires me so much. And she talks about at the end of our days, it all comes down to a room, uh, dressing gown on the end of the bed, slippers under the bed and a couple of photos on the wall. And that's it. That is what our life distills down to at the end doesn't matter how much money we've got or anything and what the people who she walks towards the end of their life uh, what she sees is that the regrets they have is not about the money it is just about what they didn't manage to do and the relationships you know especially with people that were spending time trying to make money is that lost time with their family that is what's important. So um, for me, how do, how do I let my life shine is by being present, is now by smelling the roses, is by um, enjoying what I do. I'll do something and then celebrate it. And uh, especially the one, one of the amazing things that I love to do is to start the day with childlike wonder. I always start the day by going out. I sit on my own in the garden. It's dark. And I listen to the world wake up and you hear that it goes from silent to then the birds starting to wake up and the wind and the light starts coming and the insects wake up. And that to me is just childlike wonder and just awe at the uh, awesomeness of, 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 of this planet. And sorry if it sounds a bit woo woo, but it's just my soul. I just feel calm because most people nowadays wake up, their brain wakes up five minutes before they do, and it's already running out the door and running into Facebook, their life, their emails, etc. So to be able to take that time in the morning to connect with me, it is the most important time of the day um, and not to, be, uh, not to be frittered away. Amazing. I love everything about what you just said. And that is extremely important for people to really understand that living with childlike wonder is, you know, it helps so much because we are so caught up in work Especially. and, you know, image and social media and how do I look to other people? And um, I have to do this much. This is my to-do list. But if you're able to just really appreciate what's around you, like, uh, you know, going outside, enjoying nature or coming inside and appreciating your family, appreciating that you, the fact that you have a roof over your head or that you were able to wake up and like live another day, right? That's what life's all about. F really finding that attitude of gratitude and appreciating everything that you have in the moment. So I love that. Thank you so much for sharing that. My pleasure, my pleasure. So before we wrap up, can you let everyone know where they can find you and connect and share your programs that you have available now? Absolutely. So um, I can be found on uh, www.francineorourke.com as well as uh, Facebook, again, my name, uh, Instagram, and the programs that I run. Now, my belief is as I said, everyone is unique. And so what I always recommend to people is have a look at what's online. I've got my webinar, which is all about uh, looking at the mistakes that we make that steal uh, you know, the meaning from our life. And so uh, look at those programs and then get on the phone to me. 
So if there's if there's a program you see that you're interested in, get on the phone, let's have a chat about it. Or if you're looking at what your blockages are and you want to raise your self-awareness, then I give a free 50-minute coaching session to people to, to get them to that level of awareness. And then if they feel that there's more work to be done, then we look at what programs suit them. But my main thing is about helping people to be powerfully you, to know, like and trust yourself and from that strong foundation to be able to move forward. So if habits are your problem, because we are what we do every single day and the ripple effects of that flow into every area of our wheel of life. So if you're running pretty good, but uh, you're feeling that your habits, such as with decluttering or weight loss or you're lacking motivation, then the Ripple Effects program is for you. And that's available with coaching or that's just a do-it-yourself program. Uh, there's my big program, which is where I take you by the hand for 16 weeks. And that is high-touch coaching, where we are working together and, and we are looking at discovering um, decluttering and disca uh, discarding what's not you. As I said, like the whole Michelangelo, we're chipping away, we're pulling out um, these old ideas, we look at them and say, are they serving you? No, let's get rid of them. And I use NLP, I use matrix ther therapy, I use um, coaching and training and all sorts of good tools to be able to help you be who you wish rather than wishing who you might be. So that was a long-winded way of saying, go on to francineorourke.com, uh, have a look at the programs and just get on the phone to me and, and, and let's have a chat. That's awesome. Thank you so much, Francine, for hopping on the show, you know, and for dropping your words of wisdom. I hope that everyone can really just take up what you shared and apply it in their own lives because, you know, learning about yourself and discovering who you can be, the power within, and the awesomeness that you hold can definitely take you a long way in life. So we appreciate you for sharing everything that you've done. Absolutely my pleasure, Nico. And uh, I've got a saying which is up on my wall here, and it says, uh, don't forget to be awesome. <laughs> and, uh, and so I leave, you, I leave you with that. So thank you so much for having me on the show. I really appreciate uh, the opportunity to share my message. Of course. Now, to everyone out there listening, stay up to date with upcoming episodes by following The Brillier Project on Facebook and Instagram at T-H-E-B-R-I-L-L-E-R Project. And don't forget to like and follow us here on Spotify and Apple Podcasts. Again, I'm your host, Nico Belasco. Thank you for listening. And don't forget to let your light shine bright.